everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Pippin, and I know too much about semiotics for this. (laughs) I'm Alex, and despite my best efforts, I'm too Catholic for this. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I'll, nice. keep, I'll keep that phrasing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's good. That that's perfect. fun. That was perfect. <laughs> that's uh, kind of my similar feel, Alex. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> usually Kat and I are the ones Catholic on me. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm Kat, and can I be one of these mysterious Templars? Seems like everybody gets to have fun when you're a Templar. Woo! <laughs> Nuns with guns, man. Um, <laughs> And I'm Brendan, and guys, I've been trying to solve a puzzle... It's five letters long, and it's a rosy red orb. Uh, shit. Uh, I've, I've unlimited tries because there's no penalty for just guessing, but uh, it, it's a, it's a real head scratcher. Uh, is there any other qualities of this rosy red orb? Um, it was closely, it was closely associated with Isaac Newton and religion, Christianity. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. true. Hmm. Um. Mm. Try orange. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Didn't work. I'm I, out I, of ideas. <laughs> yeah, uh, I tried banana. I guess the mystery will remain unsolved. Damn. <laughs> so today we're talking about the 2006 film The Da Vinci Code. So spoilers abound. If you want specific content warnings about the things we may talk about, check out the show notes on nostorysacred.com. Uh, though, rampant Catholicism is probably a safe bet. <laughs> for those of you who've never seen The Da Vinci Code, uh, good for you. The summary, <laughs> according to Google, is a murder in Paris's Louvre Museum and cryptic clues in some of Leonardo da Vinci's most famous paintings lead to the discovery of a religious mystery. For 2,000 years, a secret society closely guards information that, should it come to light, could rock the very foundations of Christianity. Okay, okay first things first. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned much in the years leading uh, since the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, no, even before the Da Vinci Code... Oh yeah. <laughs> also, like if someone, like Brent, if someone came up to you at, on the street and said, "Hey, we, they've discovered her, the last living descendant of Jesus Christ." Spoilers. Was- <laughs> I'd be like, "Huh, neat," and then I'd walk on with my life. <laughs> it, it's like this whole story deeply misunderstands semiotics. For one thing. What Christ- is semiotics, Pip? Semiotics is the study of signs or symbols. Uh, oh. So, symbology, as they so... <laughs> so <laughs> they called it. Hey, uh, what's the symbology here? Quoting another bad movie. <laughs> so it doesn't understand semiotics. It doesn't understand Christianity. It doesn't understand uh, conspiracies. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't understand academia. Um, it doesn't understand a lot of things. Flagellation, probably. Glorification <laughs> yeah. of the flesh. Ah. Mm, good times. Thank you. 
<laughs> or scenes that could have been cut from this movie. <laughs> but you Listen, had to get it was that. Important. You had to get that by an albino ass. <laughs> <laughs> Who tortures himself? Spoilers again. Oh no. We warned. Spoilers uh. bound. So when the fashion <laughs> warnings at the top of the movie said, uh, nudity, I was all kind of know it was going to be that kind of film. Uh, <laughs> and then I saw, uh, what's his face's bare ass? Silas. Silas, uh, Paul Bettany, huh? Wait, that's uh, not who's... Paul Bettany. That is Paul Bettany. Mm-hmm. Oh, that explains why his ass is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw his bare ass. I'm like, I didn't know it was going to be this kind of movie. <laughs> well, shit. Now I got to go rewatch Paul Bettany and the flail. <clears throat> <sighs> but yeah, no, I, you know, this, this movie was supposed to have shocked and upset Catholics. Really? <laughs> Yeah, really? Really? I I, I, I guess, you know, I guess the Vatican said, don't watch it, but since what if we ever listen to what the Vatican had to say? Oh, bless them. Good (laughs) job. She says, like a good Catholic. And that is why this won't rock the very core of Christianity. We all knew that. Like, I've read the fucking, uh, uh, Testament of Mary Magdalene. It's not that hard. It's the Apocrypha. It's right there. And (laughs) they, they, here's the thing. They brought up themselves. The Council of Nicaea. <laughs> right? I'm like, you guys, that alone goes to show that we don't actually care what necessarily happened. We really don't. We care Pip. about belief. What? Pip and Cat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, check outside your window real quick. Make sure there's no albino person uh, with a gun and a belt strap uh, tightly around their leg. Gonna have to check for that. Listen, if he wants to come in, I'm happy to help him. Paul bit me. <laughs> I'll look for that next strap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen, he needs some care. Like, I bet those wounds get really infected. And so, like, if I Ew, need to be there, wins, yeah. if I need to, like, put some salve on his back. And... You need to, to lay on some hands, huh? Yeah. There we go. References. <laughs> I could do them, too. So the theme of this episode is Catholicism and first. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I, I found it really, uh, uh, on the nose here that, uh, when we're introducing our, uh, symbology professor from Harvard, don't you forget, uh, because that is important. Religious you know, symbology. He's so he's supposed to know what's up. Exactly. Uh, did you notice the filmmaker, uh, I think it's Ron Howard, it was but, Ron Howard. uh, Ron Howard. uh, being a little bit too on the nose where we go from the blood of the guy being murdered to Langdon's water glass. Uh, 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 uh. It's Jesus. Jesus. So <laughs> I, I think, I think we should maybe try to talk about the plot of this movie. As Should we? Just yelling, <laughs> as to be just yelling, that's not how the Council of Nicaea works. I'm flipping so, tables. So, <laughs> listeners, as we go through here, just assume that for every single scene that happens, Pippin is shouting, that's not how the Council of Nicaea worked. <laughs> Cat's doing not. something about folklore. Because we're getting, because, <laughs> yeah. oh my fucking god. <laughs> and uh, me and Al are just going like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the movie begins... With a murder. As all stories do. Which I appreciate. I appreciate it when a movie just starts with a murder. Like, none of this uh, background, peaceful life before. No, no, just boom, 
dead. To be fair, well, I also appreciate that. Like, get right to the fucking point. There it is. Yep. But here's the thing. <laughs> Starts with murder. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Uh, but, but it was a stupid murder. It was. It was a yeah, stupid murder. But we're going to get into why it's a stupid murder later. Are, are we? <laughs> Well, because I have a very deep point about why it's a stupid murder, but it requires that people I'm, know a little bit more about the plot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I just we'll want to say that pin. he pulls the painting down to get the cage down. And then when the dude is stopped by the cage, he then <laughs> continues to lay there. An easy shot. <laughs> okay. That's a good point. All right. All right. Good point. Hmm. Uh, and spend some time talking. Spend some time talking. And then when he does get shot... Uh, in the stomach, which is not, which is bad, but not immediately fa- fatal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He spends like 20 minutes. It's a. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Never mind. You guys are skipping ahead. Yes. He spends 20 <laughs> fucking minutes, apparently, wandering around, uh, you know, leaving <laughs> stripping naked. Wait. We don't know the order he did this in. <laughs> no, no, no. The clothes came off first. Come on. Yeah. Okay, you clothes know. around him? Clothes came off first. first. Here's the thing, Kat. Yeah. He always had a dream of walking around the Louvre naked, but he was fearing the consequences if he was caught. But you know what? If you're dying, boom. I guess you might as well. So he's wandering around <laughs> naked, as we've determined, with a gut wound, but he has the time to devise one, uh, and then write with apparently his invisible ink pen that he carries with him at all times, uh, various <laughs> messages in a, a in a what's it fucking called a um oh yeah a, a, it was a cipher let's be honest yeah here. but it was also like, it was a um a scavenger hunt it was a scavenger yeah. hunt and then he carefully like fucking dripped some blood in front of each of the places just to be like by the way just in case you were wondering here and then he's like well that's a good twenty minutes ambulance could have come and gone in that time but now <laughs> now it's time for me to carefully scoop out more of this blood. It's the only reason it's here. Uh, uh, mark myself up with uh, uh, religious uh, uh, symbolism. Stuff. <laughs> which only someone who knows about symbolism will be able to understand. Uh, and then include yet another invisible message. Yeah. Didn't he also explicitly write out uh, Tom Hanks' character, fine, uh, fine Langdon? Yep. Uh, yep. P.S. Which- <laughs> Robert Langdon, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing, like, art curator dude, you have to know how that's gonna look, right? In his defense, he was suffering blood loss by this time. <laughs> Whose fucking fault was that? <laughs> you know what would have done this a lot faster? Calling his granddaughter, who probably would have picked up right away, <laughs> and be like, yo, I just got shot. Uh, no, Leaving any Tom number Hanks. of messages. Any number of messages. Any of them. Any of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, have I got news for you, kiddo? <laughs> so, yeah. The world's stupidest murder. Yep. And then the police sees this dude's name written in secret messages and goes and grabs him because he's in Paris. Uh... Which at his book uh, signing, which is very strange. But like once I realized that, oh, it's because they think that he did it. No, it's still strange. Like either arrest him or wait until like after his book signing. Like it seems yeah. strange. Yeah, I was judging that too. And the first thing he did, like, oh, I was supposed to meet him for drinks, and like I was like, he thought like, 
were you meeting for him for doing that? Like your your hotel room, or or in a public space, place where everyone would have seen you? Yeah, I I refuse to believe that if a uh, author there of of this much renown to be giving talks in a foreign country is uh is there for business and all that that itinerary is probably pretty freaking full oh, right yeah it would have been packed Guess however signings yes what i fucking love is what i fucking love is that he is in paris because it's necessary for the story he knows no french nope none <laughs> it is established right in the, to we, be fair we, like we, good for the screenwriter it's established right in the beginning he does not know any of this fucking language and so he is wandering around like paris and, and figuring <laughs> out all this stuff while everybody else is speaking french around him and he's just like uh, uh, I, I can help you uh figure out what that chalice symbol is uh, but that's all. That's oh, all. Cuz you see the, the the cello is both feminine and God masculine. They all say this three or four times. <laughs> and other things that don't make sense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Freudian stuff that that's been pro- that's been out of vogue for like 50 years. <laughs> but also <laughs> But also the notion that you can uh Take one definition of one symbol and it equals one thing is so completely <laughs> opposite of the, any, any of, this of this works. It is like, <laughs> it, that's like saying that there is only one version of Sleeping Beauty and it means exactly one thing and it has been that for the entire length of human fucking history. In fact, that was the point that Robert Langdon made in his own presentation. Fucking right? In the beginning of the movie. Right? And promptly forgotten. And you, and, and let's just stop it here and, and go, at this conference with so many smart people, like, he shows the, the picture and, like, the guy starts, like, like, oh, pitchfork, devil, evil. And, like, no, it's a trident. Ah, ha, ha, Poseidon. And, like... Like, and, and, Haha, dumbasses! No, and you're like, no, I, no. I, I, yeah. Knowing students, that actually seems pretty on top of things. <laughs> I, I, I just felt that the trident example at least shows the importance of context in symbols. Ooh, it's almost like maybe <laughs> they should have put that into this mystery. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, here, here's the thing. Did you guys uh, ever read the original book? Nope. 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 Because I made that mistake years ago. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. It was like it was. It had just come out, and like people were talking about it, like uh, people at work and all that. And so I'm like, okay, shoot, I have a paycheck. I am, you know, fresh out of college and all that. It's nine ninety nine. Yeah, and hardcover. Hey, uh, has the Mona Lisa on the cover? I thought. No, no, it didn't. Did it? It no. did. Uh, it did. It did. It did. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, they couldn't fit. That's the last upper on the cover. That's what I was just wondering about. But yeah, um, if you look at the left side, it's her feminine, and the right side, it's her masculine. <laughs> so here's the thing: a lot of the story structure problems that you guys are talking about here, and just the weird crap, that's all in the book. That's the source material. Oh, no, and. The, the the way I kind of described the Da Vinci Code back in the day was a mystery novel for people who 
don't necessarily understand mystery novels. It was not very mysterious. <laughs> it was not as clever as it was supposing. That's yeah, like, that part's very obvious. Like the apple thing yeah. that I mentioned, yeah. that's straight from the book. Oh god. <laughs> okay, this like, this is skipping ahead, but I just want to take ahead. a moment to say that I thought that the code word for the stupid thingy was going to be Sarah, the yeah. name of the baby, I think at some point. Yeah, because it was a girl. Oh, <gasps> truly, the Catholic Church will be incensed. I'm like, you fuckers. <laughs> well, that would be clever and foreshadowing of something else that we'll talk about later. But, ugh, man. And it went through so much trouble with making it Apple. Like, and, like, you you know uh, uh, why. Because, like, Apple, oh, Apple, Garden of, uh, Garden of Eden. And, like, it's what Eve, Eve grabbed. And it's also... Knowledge! Ah! Ah, and also, oh, Apple is a, is a symbol of fertility and all that. And let's, like, ignore the fact that, you know, a lot of modern scholars think it was actually a fucking peach. Let's move on. Mm. Let's move on. Based on yeah. what's actually available actually, within that region. Go on. One, one, little, one little sidebar, that whole entire Apple puzzle thing, when that reveal happened, the thing that sprung to my mind at the time... Was actually, I think, I think it was like a parody short story that you wrote, Cat. Oh shit! Where it was like some fake prophecy. It's like, <laughs> though peace has come by way of dove. In the end, we win through. What is that last word? What could it be? Oh shit! I I've completely forgot about that. But you're right. I did write that. <laughs> Not. I remember that because that was a good line. Yeah. What could it be? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't remember what that was written for. So that was actually a par- if I'm remembering correctly, that was a parody opening to the lousy uh fantasy manuscripts that I I had been slush reading for years by that point. Um so for That's instance, right. uh you know, we have a half elf maiden who only notices that she is in fact half an elf. At the beginning of the book, when she leans down to take a drink of water from a river and notices her pointy ears. Oh. <laughs> um, but there's also like a port, a part where, uh, you know, that, uh, she had, uh, she was an orphan child. It, her mother, in a burst of blood and baby, she died. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Speaking of, Speaking of future stories to talk about on the show. Oh, my God. And then, um, oh, uh, and then she goes to a tavern because you have to start a story with going to a tavern. She gets some nut brown ale. <laughs> God, and then I think she starts meeting various, like, people who are clearly intended to be on her quest. And that's where it stopped. Because it was really just having a really unfortunately good time with a lot of shit that I was really tired of reading. <laughs> I think it's time to pick it back up. Oh, my God. In a burst of blood and baby, she died is the one I remember. But I forgot yep. completely about the prophecy. Yeah. Now, I remembered that one, and the apple thing did it for me here. Oh, it's my like, God. Oh, yeah. Because supposedly we have very smart people all trying to crack this one riddle. And it's, oh. But this is, like, at the end of the frickin' movie. So uh, let's, let's rewind here. Rewind. So he's not yet dead. <laughs> the murder has not yet happened i uh no that's not true he he has finally he's, he's died uh robert yeah. langdon has been picked up by the french police uh by a badass <laughs> named captain 
some Jean Reno. Okay. Uh, he, he got picked F. up by uh, he got picked up by Jean Reno's assistant. <laughs> or, okay, uh, but then yeah. he like now Jean Reno is it has a uh, Jean Reno has a, a pin on his uh, thing that is ooh turns out to be a you know secret symbol and it's like oh so it's not terribly fucking secret is it? I mean, it um, does have a Wikipedia page. I looked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's oh hey there, Frank. Are you part of that secret Catholic cult? <laughs> called opus day or whatever which is like uh i guess sometimes it's badass and sometimes it's just annoying which is like so much of catholic sectarianism um but uh i actually really like this french captain he had like a bulldog quality he oh didn't yeah seem like he seemed really annoyed by the fact that he was in this movie and i appreciate that <laughs> uh but he shows up um there's a very nice little bit of foreshadowing where Robert Langdon's a fucking nerd, and he's like, oh, look, the pyramid is an inversion of itself. It's art. And the French captain's like, yeah, no, this entire thing is a stain on Paris. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> yeah. It is. I would just love to, there to be, like, a mini a miniseries of Detective John Renault. <laughs> look up his well... I, th- I think he was in, like, the original French version of La Femme Nikita. Ooh. Mm. Nice. I think. He did I look like familiar. if he was, like, a weirdo Catholic, but also a damn good detective. Oh, oh, you've seen a... <laughs> oh, Pip, you've seen John Renault in uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, you assume I've seen Mission Impossible. He showed up in a lot of stuff. He's he was also, like... <laughs> I recognized him. He, he, yeah. Uh, no, he, he's a he prolific French actor. Who, who is very hot in a very specific kind of way <laughs> yeah he in a is. very french kind of way you can just imagine that he's always has like that perpetual cigarette that's just about to go out mm. yes uh fosh f-a-c-h-e okay captain fosh yeah ah uh, yeah <laughs> von ronsenberg of alaska <laughs> so yeah uh the, the thing about jean Renault's character fosh is that he has a reputation for being like persistent or just will always uh follow a lead to the very end and he is suspicious of langdon dun 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 basically once he decides you're guilty that's it but to be fair (laughs) also his priest told him that robert langdon did it he broke confession in order to give him this news like this is where him being a weirdo catholic comes in i could see that yeah uh, true. Uh, though he's, <laughs> though he's at, he's acting really rather blindly. He like, I mean, like, yes. Here's how I'm a weirdo Catholic, right? So the priest breaks confession to give me this news. What the uh-huh. fuck am I supposed to do with that? I mean, you didn't take confession, but it, it still, the evidence is weird no matter what from that angle. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it was also supported by his name appearing mm-hmm. on the murder mm-hmm. scene. Sure, yeah. warrants a greater investigation. Uh, but the whole thing, questionable. And the moment a priest breaks confession, I'm like, you are no longer trustworthy. Fuck you. And yep. And and let's just do a little bit of timeline. Murder. He's found. Owned. He learns about the priest. the confession. He gets picked up at. Uh, at the book signing at 3 a.m. Is it 3 a.m.? Was it 3 a.m.? I thought it was, like, uh, the evening. 
eight. I don't know. Eight p.m. The timeline is fucked. You're right. That's just continuity is weird in this film. Uh, oh yeah, it was it was Robert Langdon's crazy French weekend, (laughs) where he does an illegal border crossing. Wait, (laughs) that's that's another problem I had with this movie. Is everything was all like rush, 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 and I'm like, okay, yeah, you need to rush to get away from the cops. Fair. But there is nothing saying you can't go hide out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then do whatever weird goose chasey stuff. Well, to you be have fair. fair. Yes. So, so, so there's a couple of things that happen. They, I think they try to do that, but things, oh, we'll get to that in a second here. Uh, so post, uh, Langdon being taken to the scene of the crime, he meets, uh, badass granddaughter, uh, Sophie. Hello, Sophie. Who, uh, basically tells him, uh, Jean Renault is thinking you done it. Like, uh, act cool. And the message, and the message was that, that PS was actually for me because he called me Princess Sophie. <laughs> Aren't we just charming and quaint? The, also, does it, does that still work in French? No. Uh. Who knows? The message <laughs> was also written in English. So that Robert Langdon could read it because he doesn't know French. I... But yeah, they, they managed to, Find a tracking device on Tom Hanks's coat, throw it out the window onto a bus with incredible aim, or a, a truck rather, and that gives him enough time to discover the first set of clues written on the blood that this dying guy set up in twenty minutes. I thought he flushed it down the toilet. Uh, no, he flew, threw no. it on a truck. Uh, <laughs> My God, Robert Langdon can run thirty <laughs> miles an hour! Incredible. What speed? Uh, uh, <laughs> So, so they managed to do all this uh, fetch quest stuff. They solve ciphers. It's revealed that Langdon has photo has a photographic memory, but not really. But yes, really. That was a little confusing. Yeah. She asked you, do you have an eidetic memory? And he's like, no, no, I just remember things I've seen. And I was like, isn't that a fucking eidetic memory? <laughs> isn't that what that is? <laughs> That w- those are lines of dialogue. Okay, moving on. <laughs> you could have just said yes and saved us time. <laughs> uh, but like, they discover, uh, eventually the, um, <laughs> very old safety deposit box that has the, the freaking puzzle box in it. The Apple puzzle box that we've been complaining about. Uh, and. A, a- uh, safety deposit box has been passed down from generation to generation or whatever, and also is part of this other secret Catholic society. Uh, what were they? The I, I can't remember. Priory? The, the, the something of Sion. Priory of Sion? Yeah. Yeah. Also, somewhere in here are the Knights Templar, but I who? forget where and whose side they were on. <laughs> I think they became the Priory. Or, or or did they become the Opus Dei guys? I'm not sure. I can't remember. I thought uh, the Templars became the Priory because they were betrayed by by uh, the by the Church. Which, to be fair, they were. <laughs> I I love the Knights Templar because they became sort of boogeymen of Catholicism. Well, I mean, oh, they were worshipping a Baphomet, which again is not the devil, it's just one of the demons. But the point is, <laughs> the point is, we've never found the fucking Baphomet. Uh, and also, they just had a shit ton of money. Like, that's just like what, but where did the money go? I don't fucking know. The point is, it's dumb. 
but they I, sound cool. So and also, if you don't be good, the Knights Templar will come and take you and make you a heretic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so say your prayers and say hi to the Pope. <laughs> and so they become a great plot device, and we appreciate their sacrifice. It's because they have a cooler name than everybody else. Yeah. That's basically what but, happened. But yeah, like, they they get the puzzle box, right? Yeah. And the owner or whatever chief curator of the safety deposit area is like, oh, by the way, it comes with a safe passage clause for whoever opens it. And then drives them away past the checkpoints and then decides to murder them. Well, here's the thing. I, I think what happened there... Uh, he agreed to let them help them out because of the secret society shenanigans. Uh, and then on the way, I feel like he heard, oh, the other secret society people of whom this, uh, the grandfather was one of them have been killed as well. So now these people are also suspecting that, which means that they're not actually rightful uh, possessors of these this box. It's just bad. See, I was under the impression that... Uh, he like like so many uh various religious items he was overcome by um um not possessiveness um greed, greed? yeah something like that avarice. like avarice there you go like ah now i have access to now i will know the thing he's like i've waited 20 years to know what's in that like that but here's what i feel either one of these could be correct and the movie fucked up not giving us an indication of which one it is yeah. Or we weren't paying attention. <laughs> Another way yeah. the movie potentially fucked up. <laughs> so, so, but, but they managed to overpower the curator guy and they steal the truck and they decide they want to lay low so, and go to Ian McKellen's house. What up, Ian McKellen? Ian McKellen, who, who is playing an old man trying his best. An old British dude. And the thing I'd point out is that throughout the entire movie beforehand, uh, some of the conspirators of the bad guys have been consulting with somebody who was c- calling himself, what, the teacher? Yep, the teacher. Yeah. And it's like, gee, I wonder who that will be. Hmm. Listen. Listen, you say that like I should have figured that out. Is it this doddering old professor who happens to be a, <laughs> in France? Listen. Listen, I didn't expect Ian McCullen to betray me like that. I kind of did, but also he's like my favorite character in the entire movie. Also, his name was like T-Bing or something like that. It was amazing. No, no. T-Bing. But no, Ian McCullen doing his damnedest. Because like if he's trying to hide being the the teacher, he has to be really charismatic to at least attempt to, (laughs) to, I was supposed to say that to fool some people, Pippin. Shut up. I also (laughs) didn't care that much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is completely fair. For a while, I thought it was Remy. Fair. But, like, there's a couple things working against their plan of laying low for a little bit while they try to figure out what the heck's going on. Is that, A, Ian McKellen's part of Team Bad Guys, at least until the final, final double cross, whatever. But also, they stupidly decided to take the high-tech truck that they stole to Ian McKellen's place instead of ditching it somewhere. And taking a cab. <laughs> oh yeah, I I also judged their uh, counter op whatever. And she's a uh, cop. 
Yeah, I was like, yeah. Lady, you guys, you take multiple modes of transit. You switch around. You always pay in cash, though, to be fair, they did, except for the one time they paid with the card deliberately to hide their trail. Um, yep. Uh, you cut Robert's mullet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do him a favor. <laughs> you find a safe house. You stick to it. You don't, you don't take Robert Langdon to the only other English speaking dude in the country. Uh, like all yeah. your known associates are burned until you're out. And Priory of Scion people. So your four leadership people were taken out. Cool. I refuse to believe they don't have some sort of, uh, operatives or whatever in France that are like constantly monitoring the dude's, um, granddaughter constantly. And then when this stuff goes down, shit goes on lockdown, given what we find out at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so they go to Tibbering, Tibbings or Tibbering, whatever, uh, in McCallum's, and he then proceeds to get of the, um, like, world myths 101 on, uh, Christianity lecture that, uh, everyone, that all the students just roll their eyes at, at, but, <laughs> and all that. Well, you see, uh, that we're actually apocrypha. You get that, audience? I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> all I know is we that- We can all read the fucking apocrypha. Like, it all exists. It's right there. Yep. It's freely available. You can read available. it anywhere. It's often Check included out the with notes. Bibles. <laughs> like, what the actual fuck? Oh, no, it's a big secret. It's not a secret, I promise you. <laughs> Well, that's, again, where the source material kind of lets us down is that not much actual in-depth research was done beside, like, cursory investigation. Like, stuff you could find quickly and easily on, like, one Wikipedia article. I I have opinions, I know. Did anybody else notice or point out that T-Bling, <laughs> which I refuse to call him anything else, T-Bling... <laughs> um, Apparently, just keeps this fucking PowerPoint of his. <laughs> okay, of but his to be fair, he is present. an academic. Yeah. Okay. My favorite part of the movie <laughs> is when uh, Tebling and Robert Langdon get into this complete and utter fucking nerd off over the table about how they're both wrong. And meanwhile, like, uh, oh, have wait, Sophie. oh shit, have we actually mentioned Sophie? Yeah, we yeah. have. She's badass. All right, Sophie's great. Um, Sophie's choice. Uh, wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> But Sophie um, is, like, watching back and forth, like, watching a tennis game. And then finally T-Blinks, no, 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 I'm going to show you what I mean. And then, like, he has a PowerPoint, like, ready to go. I That was pretty great. I just was so judgmental of that whole <laughs> thing because that's a, – a, they don't understand what happened at the Council of Nicaea. Uh, da Vinci is not – uh, religious canon. <laughs> no. Uh, any reading of Da Vinci that doesn't include that he's totally queer is bad. Um. <laughs> but Pippin, he was hiding messages. <laughs> he was hiding pictures of his lover. What? He was, he was, uh, Hello? he was hiding dick doodles. <laughs> yeah, he was. So many dick doodles. <laughs> well, not just dick doodles, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Ha cha 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 cha. It's not like, Every time someone's all like, you know, it will shake the very foundation of Chris. What will we do? I was like, I don't know. We'll have another fucking council about it. We'll argue like we some more. Do. 
We had one, like, recently in the fucking 70s. That's why we don't talk Latin anymore. That's why we... That's mm-hmm. why we don't... Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, you can have evolution, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also why nuns got fucked over and why there's not really any confidence anymore, but that's a different fucking story! It's just... Christianity and Catholicism is way more complicated. And, and, and terrible. Christianity has a really bad, bloody history. And current one history. Of my, one of my Hello. early notes has the quote, they were butchered by the church, and then my comment, yeah, that happens. <laughs> 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 but... But you have to understand that early Catholicism, early Christianity, is also a lot like fandom. Mm-hmm. The Council of Nicaea was everyone basically taking all their the, their best bits of fanfic and going, no, this is what actually happened. This is canon. This is canon. Yeah, and then everyone going like, <laughs> yeah, okay, that one is. Uh, you you believe he he wasn't begotten? Uh, no, no, he was begotten, not made. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Suddenly, true God like, from it- true God, motherfucker. Well, then suddenly Arian's like, like, that's literally the Arian heresy. Just being like, you know, I bet Jesus wasn't God. He was just really cool. (laughs) Whoa. And it was an argument. Like, it was a thing. Oh, yeah. It probably came to blows. Yeah. I mean. We make a whole big deal about it. How it did. And I mean, I'm certain that at the original council, they did ask themselves, wait, 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 guys. Did Jesus fuck? And like, oh, you know oh my god! About it. Did, did Jesus but fuck? I would. I would like to point out that nowhere in the Nicene Creed does it say he didn't. <laughs> boom boom. Uh, also, uh, I, I just want to take this moment where we're talking about the creed, the Nicene Creed. Uh, to mention that uh, Credo, the game, is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, where, where you and other players play. Uh, representatives at the Nicene Council, and you try to come up with the the creed, uh, and you proselytize <laughs> people, and you try to buy followers, uh, and you come up with the creed at the end, and it has all sorts of different. You can make it so you don't believe in the Trinity. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, God is singular. This was all stuff that was on the table back in the oh, yeah. Council of Nicaea. It was all up for grabs. In fact, we still have some random bullshit that is not solidified. Pippin, how did Mary die? Oh, God. <laughs> According to the Pope, mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. he used his palpable infallibility one of two times Pope ever did it to say that Mary did not die. She was assumed into heaven. This is bullshit. <laughs> But also, what did the Jesuits say, Pippin? That it's bullshit, and they painted a whole mural, mural of Mary dying. <laughs> <laughs> because the Jesuits know what's up. Any movie, or or book, or whatever, that has Catholic conspiracies, and doesn't have the Jesuits in the background making commentary. Or funny faces, to be honest. Funny faces. Uh, let's face it, it's bad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and no one here mentions the fact that Jesus... But was also who oh, loved loved his puns, cause you know why the pope, cause you know why the pope is a pope, Pip. Is it Paul the first pope? Uh, no, Simon. No, uh, it's Peter, Peter. You guys, Peter, Jesus. God, because, listen, that's because, why he has the gates off. Oh, the gates. Pip. Listen, but his uh, on this 
the stone will build my church or whatever, and he was, like, called Rocky. Because <laughs> you used word roots. Petrification? Peter. And on this rock, we will build uh, my temple. Hey, Rocky, get over here. <laughs> and then gives him a noogie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ah, you're good people. <laughs> uh, the inherent homoeroticism of the Catholic Church, which is why having all this female symbolism around doesn't make a ton of sense. It really doesn't. Also, also frankly- the fuck the triangles? <laughs> the Star of David doesn't work that way. Also, can we just be like, I'm sorry, if you're going to bring up the feminine mystique or whatever and not bring up St. Uh, Sebastian getting <laughs> symbolically fucked like over and over again with I arrows. just got martyred this way. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, are you, do you even lift, bro? Like, do you even lift? <laughs> hey, guys, guys, guys. We're, 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 we're going a little bit deep into the Catholicism <laughs> main here. Because I think you're trying to avoid talking about this masterpiece that is the Da Vinci Code, Uh, lest you forget. (laughs) Listen, in my defense, the movie spent a lot of time in the middle talking about Catholicism. They did, so I guess it fits that we have to talk a lot about it, too, in the beginning, middle, and end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You should probably mention also that there is is a uh, mention about Silas. The albino, the albino who dresses like, like a, uh, like a, for like a Franciscan, right? Yeah. Uh, which is like. I mean, we mentioned Paul Bettany's ass, and I feel like that was the important part of that story. Yeah. Well, he's also oh, going around, oh, oh, bumbling the fuck, uh, bumbling the fuck around, and like being duped all the time. Like, oh, and he killed a nun. That wasn't cool. Oh yeah, that yeah. one was like a like. Oh no, <laughs> I I think I have in my nuts no notes. Oh no, none. <laughs> Not the nun. What she should have done was uh, uh, when she you saw he was, was you know, smashing up the floor, uh, taking her car and drove a uh, drove over like across uh, uh, the city to a payphone and the opsec. Yeah, you need opsec. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of wonder what would have happened. If, like, she kind of, like, heard him, heard him approaching her, uh, hidey hole or whatever, and, like, immediately started praying right then, would he have stopped? No. Uh, no? Uh, he was pretty violent. <laughs> Not a state of grace and all that. He didn't care about her Ooh. state of grace. Remember, he was a warrior of God. That means because uh, he was basically doing his own, like, one-man crusade. So. He also prayed but... for her after. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Her soul wasn't important, the body was. Fair enough. Okay. I was, I was trying to think of like a Hamlet type connection. It's like, oh no, I can't do that because. Let's be no. real, the movie's not that clever. Also, That's Hamlet was sane, or was he? Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. And also, Hamlet wanted his revenge on, uh. That's true. On, uh, Claudia. That's, and have him in a state of grace. But, yeah, but, uh, this, that for up. this guy, it wasn't actually, a, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a revenge thing. It was just like, uh. Eh, it's a living smash. <laughs> so anyway, shenanigans happen. Silas gets to Teeling's house, causes a ruckus. They escape with mild kidnapping um, of Silas. Board a plane. <laughs> Board a plane. Almost get to a country with no extradition, where they could almost chilled for a while. While everything gets sorted out. <laughs> But instead, they figure out the next clue goes to London, and they're like, oh, well, you have to solve this right now. 
Uh, and I was like, why? It's wait a couple millennia. I can wait a couple more. <laughs> they also have, have like the, the, uh, the killer. <laughs> like, no, the, uh, like, the, don't they have like the, the, uh, the, the full, the, the, the full riddle at that, the, the final riddle at that point? Nope. Well, uh, they don't have what's in the crypto thing. Well, they, they have yes. the riddle. Well, they had the riddle. Well, they didn't need to go to London in order to solve the riddle. That's true. Yeah, they could have just <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> I thought that going to London was part of it because that was like the next thing. Because that's where the orb it's, was or where the fuck. No, it, it was uh, like the where, where Isaac Newton's uh, memorial thing was. Well, well, interred, Isaac Newton interred by a pope. <laughs> See, it wasn't actually a pope. It was Alexander Pope. <laughs> uh, they had to have a college student Google that for them. Pip, could they have just gone to the local library and found that too? I mean, always go to your local libraries, kids. Uh, though to be fair, they did go to a library site on the phone. True. <laughs> what was unbelievable to me was a random kid on the bus knowing about how the library catalog worked online. <laughs> well, no, he just knew. It was a, uh, no, no, you're such a, let's just keep on getting Alexander Pope. And then landed. Well, then he gave, like, the, the scientific, like, name for why that's the case. He actually used the word, like, lin- linguistic something. I was like, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> not, hey, hey, that kid may have been <laughs> a linguistics graduate. We don't or, know. Uh, no, the, the kid was actually a, a, a a website designer uh he's really good at uh, seo um, so uh, uh yeah. search engine optimization that's the word uh <laughs> so he's just like oh yeah who knew it's funny they they, they flubbed up search results back in the 1800s too weird <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we get to isaac newton's tomb i guess where we get the rosy red orb clue and it's like Okay, you could have solved this in five seconds. You could have just solved this by just guessing. Let's be real. <laughs> Wait, have we talked about the betrayal? Oh, That's yeah. about to happen, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, the audience, learned about it when Remy betrayed them, and and turned out Remy was still working for Teabing, who then poisoned Remy for, like, like who was- For reasons. Like, why? You're going to die in, like, ten years? I wasn't, I wasn't going to snitch on you. Eh. Oh, by by this point, uh, I was shipping Remy with like everybody. <laughs> yep. And so I was very sad. That did not work out well for me. <laughs> but then, like, it, it, we get like multiple double crosses happening here because the plot is stupid. We get like Ian McKellen or uh, Teabing, whatever, like betraying the Opus Day operatives and setting them up for actually getting captured for the murders that they orchestrated. So, yay! Sort that one out. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Wait, did, wait, I lost track. Did Obus Day kill the other operatives or did Ian McCullen? Silas uh, did. As working for Opus Day. But didn't they do it because the teacher? Uh, Ian McCullen pointed Opus Day in, in their direction. Because Ian McCullen was trying to do a double cross on Opus Day. Opus Day is trying to hide the fact that Mary Magdalene totally fucked Jesus and then there's like Whoa. a girl, baby, and stuff like that. Um, so Opus Day is trying to hide that. Ian McKellen's like, I want to burn this all to the ground! And so he did a complex double cross where he came to Opus Day. He's like, I am the teacher. 
Uh, and I know the secrets of all these things and follow my lead and, and we can definitely wipe out, uh, the whole, uh, uh, Mary Magdalene proof completely. Uh, you know but in doing <laughs> that, he, uh, double cross cubed. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what's bullshit about the whole, uh, oh, finding out that Mary Magdalene had Christ's child will blow up the church or whatever. Another reason it doesn't work. Uh, it's, it'd be so easy to go, oh, Mary Magdalene had a kid? Wasn't Christ's. Yep. Da, 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 she da, da, was da, literally da. a prostitute. Mm. In the comment, like, it's, it's not that hard, guys. Like, oh, no, 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 that was just, uh, propaganda spread by the church. And here's Aha. the thing, they spread it for a reason. It's popular thought. Real easy to dismiss her like that. Well, also, we don't have Jesus's DNA. It's, it's, it's entirely, like, even when we talk about, like, DNA or whatever, like, yeah, we can prove down to Mary Magdalene or whatever. We can't prove shit after that. Yeah. Ah, oh, but we have the Shroud of Turin. Ah. <sighs> uh, but he might, but it might still be the child of Christ, who would be like every other human on Earth. For are we not all children of God? Ooh. Right. Ooh. I, I legit thought to myself earlier, aren't we all... Couldn't we all secretly be the ch- child of Christ? I mean, we're all... Yeah. That sounds like something he'd say. Well, we're also all, all the children of King Richard, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Charlemagne. We're all we're all related to Charlemagne. Uh, yeah. Listen, genealogy, it's weird. We have uh, a friend. We all have a mutual friend who uh, genealogically is related to a sea serpent. So... It happens. Nice. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Listen... That's who the woman said impregnated her. Are you calling her a liar? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling you a truther. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we kind of just skipped to it right there. But like, uh, we, we get to the end of the movie here. Ian McKellen gets arrested for basically doing really silly double crosses. <laughs> Shouting They're all the- going to find out. <laughs> Shouting from the police cars like, you know the truth. It's Christ's child. And I'm like, you are not doing yourself any favors. Uh, and meanwhile, everyone in the uh, crowd's like, yeah, this is, this is a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show, everybody. <laughs> uh, but they, they, they track down, uh, the clues here because like in the great, conflict with uh, Ian McKellen that allows him to lose. Langdon is like, nope, I couldn't solve the puzzle that was Apple. Oh, nope. Hey, catch, and destroys the puzzle box. But then it gets revealed that he did, in fact, guys, guys, he figured out the word Apple, cool. and he got the map to the very end of of the treasure hunt. Should have been Sarah. Should have, but no. Oh, die mad he, about that. He stared so long inside his ma- at his mind palace. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Took a nice stroll through it. I just love to see a version where we just had that mind palace moment happen and there's the words, you are a dumbass up here. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, Apple. I'm a dumbass. Oh, Apple. It's Apple. Shit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they track down and find a family lineage thing. No actual body of Mary Magdalene there. And then we discover that young Sophie, who's been with us through the entire adventure. Guess what, guys? Guess what? Guess what? what? Like, you weren't being groomed to be the ne- next uh, leader of the, uh, this weird, uh, this weird sex cult. Yay? No. <laughs> 
you're actually the scion. You are, in fact, Jesus's great, 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 great granddaughter or something. And look here, and all these priory are are here to here to take you in now. And here is totally your grandmother, not some random old lady. <laughs> you can trust us. We just have been hiding in the shadows the your, your entire life. Your entire life. You know, we didn't think it was worth coming out and <laughs> you know meeting you or any shit like that. Like and you we, know, we could have we could have called you the moment that your grandfather died and actually shepherded you to safety, but. Eh, you need an adventure. You're in your 20s. Gotta get that out of your system now before the breeding begins. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys not realize where that was going? Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh, yeah. That's. Oh, man. Christ, you, Christ eugenics. <laughs> Christ eugenics, guys. Oh, no. Christ genics? <laughs> uh, Cryogenics. Cryogenic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I do appreciate about Sophie is she learns all of this. And like her first reaction is like, I'm gonna try out that water to wine thing. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't Same. water to wine. It was walking on water. And that, no, Olangan suggested that uh, water to wine. Yeah, the puddle was there, convenient. Wine was a few steps farther. Yeah, hmm. She'll try the water to wine later. <laughs> oh yeah, like alone in her hotel room, definitely doing. And, right. and notice, notice that bookends the little blood and water thing uh, earlier in the movie. Ah, no. Uh, no. Well, no, what what bookends the water to wine, not water to wine, water and blood thing earlier, is later on Langdon is in his hotel room and cuts himself shaving. Like, because <gasps> he can't do fucking anything. Uh, and nope. then he's watching his, his blood in the sink flow the down. Rose line. Bloodline. And then he solves the puzzle. Pat! First, by like buy vowel. checking his own book first. <laughs> yeah. That is academia in a nutshell. <laughs> it actually is. Like to be fair, <laughs> wait. Like did I, did yeah. I discover this ten fucking years ago? <laughs> um, oh shit! <laughs> so yeah, he he wanders over the city and he figures out that Mary Magdalene is actually buried under the Louvre. Get it in the in the in the. Uh, two different pyramids, which are the opposite symbols. Get it? Yeah. The, ah, the ah, dick ah, and the ah. chalice, which is the womb. Oh, God. And, but, it, okay, I will confess. I did think it was a nice bit of foreshadowing at the beginning where he points out the two pyramids as a repeating image against one another and stuff like that. Yeah. And then at the end, we are primed to be like, oh, shit. It's that symbol shit that T-Bling was talking about. Of course. Mm. Here's the thing. And, he, like, the guy was a curator. Like, okay. I was just annoyed because, like, why the fuck did you put her there? How did you get her there? How does the clue work for both places she was hidden? You know, wouldn't there be a new... Ugh, I was so mad. Because people tried really hard. There are, like, 50 people working at <laughs> that. Here's the thing we didn't see is that we actually had the same plot play out like 30 or 40 years ago. It was, uh, almost beat for beat. You know, they got, they, they got the little apple cipher thing. They went up to that church in England and, and the prior's like, well, shit, now we got to move the body. Um, the Louvre. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I work at the Louvre. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> and sh hey, guys, it's on the primary. We can make this work. Hey, it's not so bad. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I would love that movie. It's just them trying to be like, well, shit, we got to we gotta make it work. 
How the fuck? Oh, fuck. Also, they have to justify to themselves keeping the sarcophagus in that shape. Yeah. When they could just, like, literally just move the bones. Mm-hmm. But you see, you need to be able to pray before the sarcophagus for... No! Mm. No! You don't pray to reliquaries. You pray to the saints within them. Reliquaries <laughs> are just things that hold the bodies. What the shit? So you could put those fucking bones and break it up. That's what people do. You break up the body, you give one to every single fucking member of the family, and suddenly you got a whole lot of things you can pray to. Hey, do you want to buy this finger bone of Mary? If you want that, I got a piece of the true cross, too. <laughs> I have, I have, as a, as a friend of ours says, um, also you can buy a, uh, the head of John the Baptist as a baby. I've got, <laughs> I got a bone chip of St. Jude. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, I'll trade you, uh, uh, the fingernail of St. Patrick. Is that worth anything? <laughs> Sorry, I just got into collecting. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, I, I already have all free nail holes of the cross. Like, they were oh, having wait, day. so do I. Oh, man. You know, that's it, not as rare as some of the rarer stuff. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I hear if you can get all three uh, nails on the playing field at the same time, you win the game instantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they had to change the rules, to be honest. Yeah, it was messing up the metal, meta. Oh, I, here's the thing. I feel like it, in the game credo you can in fact get these pieces of the like, true cross and shit and gain more followers <laughs> uh, amazing credo you, is a great game we should play it sometime is my point we'll stream it it'll be great <laughs> i'm into it yeah um anyway uh the point is this is a dumb movie i will say however it was a lot of fun to watch like it's a dumb fun movie <laughs> not the most fun dumb movie i've ever watched yeah that's my that's my stance i had a lot more fun watching other dumb movies I mean, okay so where are we on the uh on the for instance uh uh national treasure dumb movie. national treasure i had more fun yeah because it does strike you as like maybe the founding fathers are those kind of assholes yeah <laughs> they were totally those kind of assholes and also they were nerds and assholes <laughs> Also, the, the the prize at the end was really good. Like, okay. Because it was like all the fucking Templar money, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. the Templars again. <laughs> right? Those sneaky Templars. <laughs> oh, Templars. If you don't say your prayers at night, they'll come out from your closet and yeah, call you will. a heretic. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, you guys. I remember I was the one who wasn't on Team National Treasure either. Yeah, but you and I had like fantastic arguments about it. It's true. It's a good time. Pip. Yes. Do you like scavenger hunt movies? I don't think I do. Because <laughs> they're you know, all bad at it. Yeah, you know, sometime we'll have to see, like, if you can play through, like, the Uncharted games. Because I think, I think you'd have fun. Here's the problem with a lot of, of this shit. Is that it requires that answers be one single answer. So, like, the only way any of this works is, like, definitely a chalice means a womb, and that's what it means is Mary Magdalene. Like, all that shit. As opposed to reality, where mm -hmm. symbols mean lots of different things. Uh, yes. Cryptography is, you know, like, a real science, but it depends on, a, like, a lot of fucking math to work. How wild would it have been if at the heart of this 
this there was like a fucking uh book uh cipher and none of them had the fucking books anymore right i would have loved that a book cipher that would have been hilarious but hmm. i mean here's the problem okay look this is right up there with Sh- why sherlock holmes is a problem <laughs> for hmm. uh, as a detective because he you know and i'm going to use the example from sherlock he says things like ah there are scratches on the um USB cable to charge your phone. Uh, clearly, that means that your sister is a drunk because you always see those. Uh, you never see those on a sober person. So you always see them on a drunk. So it's like, bitch. I think about that every <laughs> time I plug my phone into the dark. I never get it right. So, like, so the problem is that he's making deductive leaps based on it's deductive in, deduction instead of something uh, else. It's a uh, inductive reasoning. It's inductive reasoning as opposed to deductive reasoning. There we go. Thank you. So, yeah, great. He can solve problems provided the single thing he has, like, theorized theorized is the right thing. And that's the exact same problem with both this movie and National Treasure. Whereas, in straight-up mystery stories, it's still basically, I will will posit, it's still basically – a scavenger hunt. You're still trying to figure out this thing equals this thing, and then that equals to that, and now you know the correct order of things that happened. But that has to be logical. Mm-hmm. Um, where there is only one way that something could have been done. That's the only way to make all the pieces fit. Because that's what happened. Right. Uh, like a, a non-spoiler thing I'll say about the recent movie, uh, Knives Out. Mm-hmm. The thing I appreciated is that when they showed scenes of what happened in the past... That was the truth that was being shown to us. Yeah, good point. Except when characters were uncertain of their own memories. Yeah, yeah. That, but the thing is, they make a point to point that out. Yes, absolutely. Directly. Yeah, the Knives Out is very good at showing us the truth. Not exactly, uh... The truth as we know it, or yeah. as the characters know it. Yeah, like, we just don't hear the truth a lot. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so what I'm getting from this is that Knives Out is a better movie than The Da Vinci Code. Well, hands down. Hands yeah. down. <laughs> I mean, runs circles around. Oh, man. Donuts. <laughs> runs donuts around. Um, all right. Did, uh, story did we changes. talk about this? Did, yeah, did we talk about this movie enough? Yeah. I yeah. think so. We've, we've complained about it for a good hour now. Fuck this movie. Uh <laughs> Ah. So, okay. I, I'm going to say something. Yeah. Go for it. Well, one, clearly this movie should have been queer. You have Ian McKellen. What are you doing? Uh, there should have been more women. Uh, yeah. Like, like spend so much time. I'm talking about chalices there. Yeah. Like, like, uh, and how important women are and mm. how, how like, the church has done them dirty. And I'm like, how are you better? Does, yeah. Does this, this doesn't pass the Bechdel test, huh? It does not, not pass the Bechdel. Oh. Uh, Yeesh. The nun might have had a name, which means that there are two named female characters, but they never talk to each other. The Sorry grandmother, about- the grandmother uh, yes. references the fact that what's his head took her in. So they're still talking about a fucking dude. Yeah. So what would have been great is if somebody involved here was uh, a woman. If an actual Catholic was involved? What? If an actual Catholic was involved. It actually might have been fascinating if Ian McKellen's character uh, was a woman, because then it would have made a bit more sense of uh, trying to do a crusade for women, because 
What was the church doing? Mm-hmm. As opposed to just as some dude wanting to prove he was right. The entire Catholic Church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, they could have hidden that a lot longer, too. So if like, she was using a vocoder or something to disguise her voice to be the teacher. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, what I was actually going to say before I got distracted by the idea of uh, that is if Sophie was more in the know than she let on. Mm. Like, um, Grandpa to- uh, taught me puzzles, and then I did everything I- in my power to ignore all, all the Catholic stuff that was around me. <laughs> um, hmm. Or, man, maybe if she actually had magic. If she- <laughs> okay, to it be fair, terrible. to it be would- fair, she might yeah. actually have magic, because... Um, oh, she does do some light healing. Yeah, she, she does. does some light healing, and, and when Silas was about to kill her... In um, the church, a flock of doves, i.e. the Holy Spirit, does uh, uh, wing past him and ruin his shot. Oh, that was Remy. Uh, Whatever. The point is, I'm still right. Yeah. Uh, That was weird. I forgot about that. (laughs) uh, And as we all know, in the Nicene Creed, we do believe in the Holy Spirit. Uh, Yep. Yeah. So uh, she does have divine intervention and going for her. Good times. But but if she was more in the know, it would have been great. And also, uh, I would have just loved it if the movie explained why what's his head the grandfather wanted to talk to Langdon in the first place. Oh, shit. It, oh, yeah. Never explained that. Never said what he wanted to talk about. Damn it. <laughs> it bothered me. The whole fucking movie. But were they going to meet for coffee about even? Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. What, what did they want to talk about? What were they going to meet about? Because here's the thing, Langdon even explicitly said that the two didn't get along well. They like, didn't, they never met. No, no, that was because no? they had met Pip. Um, but the time that they had met, uh, Langdon thought that he had told a joke at his expense. Oh, uh, see, I missed and, that. And we didn't get told what the joke was until, oh, like, the end. And like, he called me a flat foot of history because, like, compare me to, like, a policeman. I was like, he actually really respected policemen. Oh, da- that- his dad was one. Yeah. Oh well, shit. Oh, like- <laughs> also, that just <laughs> sounds like-, like an asshole. That just sort of sounds like the sort of shit academics say to each other. Yeah. Like- like- a response to. And, and really, and apparently, it got a laugh. And like when I heard that it got a laugh, I, I'm just I just sat there for a few minutes wondering, okay, what's what what joke can you say? Yeah. <laughs> Our good friend <laughs> Professor Langdon, who never ever saw a symbol that he did. And have to spend 20 minutes talking about. <laughs> Come on here, Flatfoot. Ha <laughs> See, I was thinking, who never saw a symbol that he didn't think was a metaphor for the female, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, Langdon, you weird creeper. <laughs> I, believe, I believe you have a, have a, a lecture to have to tell about how the trident is actually a, uh, is actually a penis inside, a, inside of Chalice. Yes. Do you want to? Do you want to oh, tell? Oh Christ! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like, and I was like, no. Froze that. Oh, 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 ten note cards. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So that's what I have to say. Let's bring more women in, and also, please, just explain that one thing. <laughs> please. That's all I want. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Who's next? I'll go next. Go for it. All right. So my change is. I mean, both deceptively simple and also uh, hugely changing. I do not want him to be a made-up fucking thing. Uh, The the professor of religious symbology or the shit. Yeah. 
fuck that. I want him to basically be uh, Professor Jack Zipes out of the University of Chicago, because first of all, Jack Zipes is a great name, who is like one of the leading folklorists. Because mm. I would love it if he's wandering around, like, you know, just giving all the possible ways things could mean something, you know, just like it could be this or it could be that. And then treating that, first of all, it's a real thing. Second of all, uh, it's uh, much more, it doesn't give the flavor of, ah, yes, of course, history only did this one thing and therefore blah, 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 blah. Uh, it takes out the, the determinism. And the, and, the, and the, as you know, Bobisms. Yeah. But then give Sophie, because she's supposed to be a cryptologist or something, isn't she? Yeah. She's a cryptanalysis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, analysis? Cryptoanalysis. So analysis. Give her some more actual shit to do. Right? She should have, uh. She should have been the one in, fault in charge of the cryptex, to be honest. But also, like, get, get out some real puzzles, some real things, and then, uh, uh have Langdon be like, I hate to say it, not be the main character. I, you know, he's like the, the science guy on the side who's just like, well, it could be this or it could be this or this or this or this. Like you do with like an actual murder mystery where you're like, it could be this or this or this or this or this. And as you go along, you figure out, uh, uh, the story. So you want Langdon to be Watson. I do. I want Langdon to be a, a history nerd Watson. With folklore and being almost unhelpful, but uh, <laughs> to be the audience's foil while she's figuring it, while Sophie is figuring this out. I still want Teebling because he is very close to being what I wanted there. You know, a, a nerd who has um, like a PowerPoint, a PowerPoint ready. ready to go for his own personal fucking theory. I mean, like, I'm going to be real right now. I could pull up at a moment's notice a PowerPoint presentation about how citations work. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I also, I think I kept my PowerPoint presentation of uh, how uh, uh, copyright does and does not work. Uh, just in case I needed to reference it again. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I mean, so, like, I like the idea of somebody with, like, really specific knowledge. I just wish it was better knowledge. Yeah. yeah, well, I would like it to be realistic knowledge. Um, but you know, I'll even take stupid religion for 300. Uh, <laughs> but it's gotta be done by somebody who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. It could have been like, like, oh, oh the chouse, uh, the grail, it's a chouse. I mean, and, uh, it, it's typically associated like you with the cup of plenty, uh, uh this and that, that, uh, uh, a femininity symbol, uh, and it's an like, option. Like, uh, and some people are like, wait, 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 wait. Grandpa was really weird about uh, about that stuff. He was really weird about feminines. Do we need to take you to someone? I can't. Well, <laughs> yes, but uh, not what I mean right now. But yeah, like, you know, going through the various options and then everybody sort of collaboratively being like, okay, we can narrow it down to this, this, and this. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, like, so, because I admit, I do like the idea of a scavenger hunt type thing. However, I hate the determinism type thing. I hate it. Mm. When it gets mixed with, crypt- with, with like anagrams and bullshit, like, or symbolism, or mixed with symbolism. Symbolism is garbage. You know, I could, like, you could give me literally any object in my, like, in any object whatsoever, and I can prove to you how it's a tool of the devil. Like, right now. Any object. Using uh, okay. commonly, uh, known, uh, theories and, uh, and other things. Like, it's uh, not uh, hard. Uh, 
that is a game we can play at a different time. I'm just saying it's Fine. possible. A slice of pumpkin pie. Slice of pumpkin pie. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, pumpkin is a gourd. Gourd is a, uh, uh, has seeds in it. It is, um, a, a symbol of fertility. It's a symbol of, uh, uh, women's symbol of sex. Sex, of course, is a sin. So, now it's also a triangle. You're taking a piece of this, uh, a piece of a whole circle. You are ruining the circle. You are, uh, uh, creating something that was perfect. You are making it imperfect. It is a gourd. Uh, it is a gourd. Or, and, and gourds can be dried out and can hold water. <laughs> Uh, it can be held, uh, dried out and held water, uh, which is, you know, it looks useful from the start. However, it is also um, man creating uh, that which God has not provided. So then, <laughs> of course, you are also adulterating uh, okay. the pumpkin um, by adding uh, uh, different uh, uh, milk, sugar, egg. All of this, of course, is uh, against um, uh, uh, various food laws I think you'll find in the Old Testament. Again, breaking God's laws. <laughs> Thou right. shalt not okay. adulter pumpkin pulsifer. Anyway, <laughs> I can go on. Okay, okay. I get it. I get it. I I'm not even getting into the cute. good shit about what, what triangles mean. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's not the, the, the phallus or the womb. I was going to go with Eye of Providence, which means it's the Illuminati, but <laughs> you know, fuck it. Why not? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, okay. The fact that they did not get any Illuminati shit in here. <laughs> So you heard it here first, pumpkin pie, straight to the devil. Right? Okay. Like, you can do this with anything. And that's the shit. Like, why? It's mm. not clever. It's not fun. It's, it's, I mean, it is fun, but. <laughs> like, the way the movie employed it was not clever. Yeah. It's, it's basically like, um, and, and we can put this in the show notes, but have you guys seen John Oliver's internet conspiracy mm-hmm. uh, thing where he like, it, it's beautiful, but it's, it's. It's all nonsense. And that doesn't make for a fun mystery. So I want to make it a fun and real and good mystery. Well, I'll have to brainstorm a different idea because that was more or less what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, uh, this needed, this needed movie needed it's some, um, uh, some character, some, uh, a proper character arc for Jean Renault. Because we, we see him, um, you know, going back and forth. Or if like, no, no, I know he did it. I know he did it. I know he did it. Like, and then and going, oh wait, no, he didn't do it. Fuck. Like, I have been betrayed, and now I'm obviously now on going to let you go now. Oh, and but no, I I need to see him following the, these clues that they are following and giving him a crisis of faith. Ooh, crisis of faith. I like that. Because he's op- nice. Because they keep on saying like, "I am Opus Day." As you know, I am Opus Day. You know. Mm. And I, I just want to see him like following these footsteps uh, and uh, uh, TB things like like that uh, presentation being still open or something, something, and like him seeing Cri- Christ. What? what? Christ? Fox? <laughs> it it would have been great seeing a a more lay person figure out all the shit. <laughs> That the apparent experts were figuring out. That yeah. went so great. <laughs> like most we see, and I appreciate, is him. I'm getting, getting uh, stressing out more and more about this as he, uh, as they uh, get away from him, and, uh, and and that air traffic controller scene was uh, was pretty good because again it was it was Jean Reno being Jean Reno. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to, but I wanted to see more of an evolution with him, mm. like. A character arc. 
Oh, yeah. And then maybe him at the end following, uh, Sophie. Yeah, him following them to, uh, the Roslyn and, uh, mansion. And then him, ca- I, I don't know, casting away his, his opus day and joining the Priory. Yeah, that's stupid. But uh, no, uh, I don't, that could be a fun scene. It could be like, you know, him like having the gun and like he has it in his hand. He's like, has it raised up and then like kind of goes into like a kneel and prostration or something. Yeah. That could be a good scene if you, if you earn it. Yeah. 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 That's the trick. I, mean, I would say more like, uh, you know, like at the end of, um, uh, Casablanca, you know, the, uh, uh the French cop is just like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk about this. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah, like, they got some other shit going on, but that's not what this is about, but, you know. Yeah. So, like, him and uh, Langdon walking off arm in arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, him and the grandma walking off arm in arm. Like, <laughs> I ship it. Yeah. Nice. Sophie, if you don't go into that church, you'll regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, <laughs> but someday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like... Basically, I just want to fully utilize Jean Renault. Which, yeah, that is completely fair. Like, whenever so, you underutilize Jean Renault, a French baguette gets soggy somewhere. Uh, that's, that's rude. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love Jean Renault. He's, he's pretty dang cool. Yeah. And so that is me. Okay. So we've come to me. Uh, unfortunately, Kat basically hit exactly what I was going to really want, which was, Again, changing our main character to something, anything else, uh, more relevance in the plot. Uh, I guess aside from rewriting the entire source material, that would be change number one. <laughs> arg. Uh, use something else. Arg. Uh, but let, let, let's, let's try and fix this because you know what? We can just have it be based on the hit book. Ugh. The Da Vinci Code. Ugh. Did you know that Dan Brown's from New Hampshire? Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He went to Philip Exeter Academy. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? I'm going to give him credit for this. Frequently, uh, when people try to be Catholic, they just come off as really Protestant. <laughs> this doesn't come off as really Protestant. He was raised Episcopalian. Oh, Catholic light. <laughs> <laughs> Diet Catholic. I can't believe it's not Catholic. I want to take a moment well, to say I love you, Mom. <laughs> Isn't mom Presbyterian? No, no mom's God, mom's Episcopalian. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Yep. Presbyterian. Jesus. No. And and let's be real here. the The product is unsanctified holy wafers that you call. I can't believe it's not Jesus. <laughs> now, that's my one Catholic joke that I can tell. Ha. Um. We can't even call it the actual body of Christ. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so as so, I'm so I'm trying to think of. How to make this whole thing feel less stupid. And I think part of it is getting rid of or changing that freaking cryptic. Mm. Because you know what? It shows up way too early for basically being the final MacGuffin. Sure. Like they have the final MacGuffin in their hands for half the movie. It either need to show up later or need to show up way earlier. Yeah, either it's there at the very beginning, it's like in his office or something. It's like, oh, how do we unlock this thing? It'll be destroyed if you even so much as sneeze on it. Weird. And it spells out Apple. Weird. Uh, <laughs> because I don't think those wheels had 26 letters on them, do you? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's where they weren't big enough. No. Like, 
It was dumb. Also, what section do you have to land the uh, tumblers? Like, uh, there was probably like a little arrows or something. I don't know. If I saw the prop, I could probably, or if I freeze framed on the prop, I could probably see it. But like, that's the thing about like a scavenger hunt type movie. The clue you find leads you to the next clue. It's not like, oh, hey, we have this key and it took us to this thing. But there's more to the mystery, you guys. And we just have the MacGuffin in our hands the entire time. It's like, that should be at the end. That that should be like, I don't know, buried in one of Sir Isaac Newton's books or something stupid like that. I don't know. Like interred with Newton because there was a whole question of where was is his actual bones? Yeah. So like they like <laughs> and then you can kind of get some more danger into the uh, entire adventure here because really when you're doing these scavenger hunts like dealing with just mundane security is usually like the first thing that we're worried about is the audience like oh is the security gonna catch them i don't know and especially if they're trying to grave rob sir isaac newton holy shit but then they decide but decide to do it they are expecting to see you know bones and what do you know there's nothing in there except a little puzzle box weird i will also say that the other thing about a scavenger hunt is that they are made by people. They are fallible. So you can just, like, figure out what the end result is or, like, skip around. And this is demonstrated by the Parks and Rec episode about the I scavenger hunt. I was thinking hunt, the same thing. Where, mm-hmm. where they can't figure out the puzzle's just too hard. And so they just work it out from a different angle. Now, that would be really freaking clever. <laughs> yep. Uh. That's why that's a great puzzle hunt, uh, scavenger hunt uh, story. And this one is bullshit. I guess yeah, just having more of that would just be a good thing in my opinion. Because also, I don't know about you guys, but I just hated any of the scenes that we switched to like the Vatican or more Silas nonsense. And it's like, yeah, they're going after Langdon. Ha! Mm. I'll take more Silas nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't care for it. Because uh, I thought it was just like gratuitous, like... Yeah, it was. It Weird self-violence because, like, no other actual violence was happening in the movie. Well, and because it's like, oh, those crazy Catholics with their uh, mortification of the flesh, which is not even a thing. I mean, it is a thing, but it's not, like, a thing that's rewarded. I mean, our bodies and temple and all that jazz. Yeah, whatever. Not that I actually approve of that whole thing. No, I don't. But, like, I, it's a thing, but it's not, like a valued thing in the current church. It's a thing, but not a thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Catholicism story. Because, <laughs> like, like, the way it all uh, ended up in the movie, in the story as a whole, is that it just basically amounted to nothing. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, ironically, Silas killed his cardinal that he liked. Tragic. They were in love. But also, yeah, they were. Um, but also the his, he was his angel. Yeah, just call me uh, angel. But like his wow, Pip. But his uh, mortification did not end up being, for instance, a bad idea. Like he had a limp, but he was still able to like uh, like take out like four people. Uh, Ian McKellen did utilize it to uh, poke him. Oh gosh, I mean, I guess Ugh. like he he poked he poked his uh. Uh, uh, he poked his, uh, leg thingy. And, and caused him to, uh, stagger, giving, uh, 
giving Sylvia a chance to get the gun away. Ugh, I guess. Yeah, but that's not, here. That's not the. That's not a a like a big, like Brendan was saying, like the MacGuffin. Like that's too early in the story. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> it, it ultimately did not lead to his downfall. Yeah. But like, I, don't know, I, just, I just felt like the 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 Catholic scenes, ironically, were just kind of pointless. Ultimately, in the terms of the story. Yep. And then we had like weird double double crosses because here's the thing. If we hadn't had that, if we just had, like, maybe just Ian McKellen as the main antagonist or something, like, why did Ian McKellen go through the trouble of setting up Langdon to be, like, jailed and all this stuff? It's like, Langdon's a nerd. You could have just recruited him. It's like, hey, I'm trying to solve this puzzle. Want to join along, old buddy? You can get co-authorship. Why did he let him in the house? I don't know. Because uh, he had to... <laughs> to... To dunk on him? <laughs> Because he had the McGuffle and that he did not yet. No, he had. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't know anything. He didn't even know what the MacGuffin was. I never if it existed. I feel like he didn't know how involved Langdon was. So at that point, it was legit just go like, hey, what, what are you doing? Except he kind of does because he was pulling the strings of the Opus Dei guys in the background. Who then also had set up Langdon to be arrested by the French police. They, oh, that's so, so true. He knows. But they, he only... He know who that Langdon and was uh, who that had the not the guy he asked for Langdon, but they did not yet know who that. He, why? This is why it makes more sense for Remy to have been the teacher. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so I have another uh, update to my story. There we go. Remy's the teacher. There you go. Oh God. Uh, just it. It struck me as a mystery plot. That was not very savvy written as a mystery plot. So let's also fix that too while I'm at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. And if you're making conspiracies, make your conspiracies make sense from each actor or actor, meaning not like actors in Hollywood actor, but actors and people that are performing actions like make sense. Everyone involved needs to know why they're involved. Yes. And their involvement. Except Nangdon, who keeps on getting dragged everywhere. <laughs> Well, he knows why well, he's fair. involved. It's because he was framed for murder. <laughs> yeah. And now he's just trying to figure out how to get out of this jam. That's okay. That could be a driver. That's, that could be a character driver. Not necessarily to going to the end of the mystery unless we get revealed through character arcs that weren't present in the movie that he is also similar to Anne McKellen, a uh, person who wants to seek out the final mysteries of the symbols or whatever. I don't know. So maybe that could also play into Kat's little folklorist thing. Like, I have to find out what the story is. Ooh. Uh, it- did he mention something like that in the books? Like, or I don't remember. It was again not the best. I was like, apparently, he comes back like in angels and demons <laughs> for a different Vatican plot. It actually, I was looking up earlier, and it looked like Angels and Demons was published first. What? Oh, uh, that might make sense. That's why he's involved in all this Catholic shit. Also, like, is is it worth a story about Templars if you don't mention the Baphomet one? And two, is it worth having a Catholic conspiracy if you don't mention these secret underground libraries of the Vatican? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they did mention the Baphomet, just like... <laughs> no, they mentioned devil worship. Oh. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't mention the specific thing I was waiting they for. They probably it changed that because, you know, you want to dumb it down. How much dumber do you have to get of they were worshipping a head? They were accused of uh, And you can say... And I think most people, like, they were accused of 
worshiping, worshiping Baphomet. Who's Baphomet? Ah, no. Would, would you trust someone that worships something with that name? Fair. I guess not. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that was just me griping, I guess, mostly for my story changes. I mean, uh, fair. So do we have time for a game? We've been ranting for a while. My goodness. I mean, do we have an idea for a game? A quick one? Um, we... <laughs> we could do uh, a special appearance by because that's always quick I, and pretty easy. I was thinking of that, yeah. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> uh, I have an idea if no one else does. Well, uh, again, just for anybody who's uh, not aware at this point, uh, special appearance by is when we're just going to have a character from any other story appear in this one. <laughs> so, Pippin, go for it. Uh, I got to thinking partway through uh, this episode uh, how great it would be if the leverage team <laughs> were here. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, because they would have figured all of this out, uh, judged everything, and stolen themselves a religion. <laughs> and they did it that one time. <laughs> they did do it that one time, and, um, uh, the leader, Pete? The, the head Nate. guy. Nathan. Nate. Nate. Nathan. Uh, yeah. Would have been very grumpy the whole time as the actual Catholic of the group. <laughs> and as he was in that episode. Yes! It would have been so great. I just imagine Parker doing so much sacrilege. Right? All of them doing so much sacrilege just cause, like, they could. Like, who would be- Well, I feel- Who would be the one that I was ch- would, would chant, Jesus fucks, Jesus fucks? Who would be the one chanting that? Hardison. Hardison, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and then the background, like, uh, what's his head is just nodding. Oh. Elliot? Yes, no. Elliot. I feel like Elliot would try to at least be kind of respectful. But but then crack up. Yeah. And... Uh, I need to rewatch Leverage. Mm. I've been watching it. It's a good I've show. I joined the bandwagon. Yes. How far are you? Uh, Season two or three. You nice. haven't even gotten to the Catholic one yet. Amazing. Oh, good times. <laughs> oh, it's a great show. You should keep us. <laughs> Let us know how it's going. Ha. Yeah, uh... that's fine. Just, just Leverage. It would have been so much more fun. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. All right, so 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 here's a fun one that we uh, talked about uh, uh, earlier. Nathan Drake from Uncharted shows up. Because you know what? Yeah, he deals with uh, explorers and people from history about the same time as Sir Isaac Newton. You know what? Sir Francis Drake was involved in all this nonsense, too. And that's how he gets dragged into this story. And you know what? He has a better time finding all this mystery stuff than freaking Robert Langdon ever could. <laughs> And then we'll have more gunfire, too, because you know what? There wasn't enough guns in here. Yeah. Silas had a gun. Silas, Silas had a gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, Nate would get into more fist fights with, like, agents from the Vatican or something. Do, do you think papal knights have, like, sword skills? Yes. They have swords? <laughs> what, what I'm getting from this is that this movie needs more people named Nate. <laughs> yep. Evidently. <laughs> yes, Nate and Nate team up. That would be brilliant that would just be a whole lot of fun because you know what then we'd also be upping the quippy one-liners happening as well which were sorely lacking here and you would never hear nathan drake going on and on about the feminine masculine and blah 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 blah. in the games you have access to his notebook and you would flip through it occasionally like he would have in his notebooks the symbols that recurring symbols that happen and like and he would, and he would probably have scribbled feminine and masculine question mark. And the, 
And underneath ah. that, a doodle of, uh, like, say, a Templar, or, uh, cutting off, off the current villain's head. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then as soon as you get, like, the cryptic, it's like, it's Apple. <laughs> Just in bold letters in his notebook. <laughs> like, any riddle that has Isaac Newton in it, the answer is Apple. <laughs> because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> it's like, it can't be that easy, can it? <laughs> click, click, click. Huh. It was that easy. In the notebook. <laughs> yes. Like, okay, that's me. Someone should have tried <laughs> Apple, it should have not worked, and then the answer should have been Sarah. Boom. I'm gonna die, die mad about it, yeah. Yes! Uh, who's who's next? Uh, I can go next if you want. Cool, because I have one, and I'm pretty sure you don't have it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because sure. yeah, as you, you don't even know who my guy is. Okay, there you go. See? I'm gonna go with uh, Professor Herschel Layton from... Uh, Oh. Yeah, from uh, from what? Uh, from the Professor Layton in video games. Uh, he is an archaeologist and a gentleman. Uh, if, which one should be if one can at all manage? And uh, in the games are uh, like uh, like just a series of puzzles. Well, it's like a uh, yeah, like, you know, it, it's a puzzle game. And you know what this has in it? A triptex <laughs> yeah. or whatever it's called. <laughs> Cryptex. A puzzle box. A cryptex. A, pu- a puzzle box. And, like, just lots of riddles. And then, and like, like, and then you, so you would have, on the DS screen, you would have the, on the top screen, the riddle, and on the bomb screen, the, uh, a puzzle box. And you would use the, uh, the stylus to move the, uh, the, the, uh, wheels all about. And then you get to Apple, you hit submit, and then, and there'd be tick, tick. Tick. I've got it. Boo! <laughs> yes. Uh, every puzzle has, has a solution. Yes, that's the quote I was uh, thinking yeah. of. And boom. A gentleman never leaves a Catholic conspiracy unsolved. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, he, he would it'd be like, like, well, I guess I'm fencing now. <laughs> and uh, and uh. in order to escape, he would, would MacGyver something up, because he also MacGyvers. <laughs> nice. We need that used as a verb more often. Ah, is that the correct? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. verbing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, excuse me, I got to MacGyver this. Absolutely. All right, all right, and that. No, I like, I like Professor Layton yeah. now. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's a good. However, one. <laughs> I think mine is the best. Yes. Uh, yep. I would like Professor. Gonna have another Professor Harold Hill <laughs> up here. Harold Hill from. The Music Man. And here's why. Because, <laughs> one, he engages in that bullshit where he's just like, you know, uh, I need to have an excuse to have a brass band here. Uh, what's new in town? The pool table? Cool. I can make that work. And he has a whole song where he's basically doing the shit I was doing earlier just because he makes it make sense. Capital T, that rhymes with P, and that stands, stands for pool. pool. So... So I want him to show up, and his goal is to leave town with the cryptex. Because let's think about this. This is something that apparently was created by Leonardo da Vinci. It's it's a uh, it's an artifact in and of itself, right? Yes, worth some money. Mm-hmm. So looks like it was made of gold, too. right? Gold, ivory. That's I mean that's some that's some good stuff. So let's say he pops in and he's all like, yeah, 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 Catholic conspiracy, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, drags everyone. That, I don't know whether or not I want him to replace Robert Langdon. 
Like, wouldn't this be yes. great if this was just like his current deal? He's like, yeah, I do uh, religious symbology. Mm-hmm. Sign my books. $30 a pop. $3,000 speaking fee. Oh, my God. I love this idea. So so this is like his scam, and then he gets brought into it. Like in Galaxy Quest, where they're actors, and they get brought in to be the actual uh, uh, you know, star, you know, starship fleet people. Like, so he's like, this is my scam, but he gets brought into this, like, enormous Catholic conspiracy where everyone else is, like, convinced that he actually does know stuff. And he's like, I just got to get out of this not dead. <laughs> my books are just photocopies of two other books stapled together. <laughs> right? And so, like, you know, he has his own publishing house, which is, you know, as we learned from Knives Out, is totally a thing that you can do. Um, <laughs> and be successful. I try not to think Apparently. about that too hard. I wrote a whole essay about it in my blog, guys. But I would love it if, like, no, he's a bullshit artist because it's bullshit. Uh, but he gets dragged into this, and so, and then you know what? Let's let's music man it up a little bit more. Let's say he's like, you know, Sophie figures out that he's a con artist, but she's like, but on the other hand, you've been right so far, or at least we're not dead. And he's like, I don't want my feelings involved in this. And, uh, but then people are shooting at them, danger, and he's like, maybe I can figure it out for real. And so there he is with the cryptex at the end, Brendan, the end mm-hmm. of the story. And then he's just like, you know, he's like, sing, sing, <laughs> or whatever the hell it is the music man did. Uh, or no, think, think, children, think. think. And then he just sort of swirls it around. He doesn't even look. He just swirls it around. And then there's a clicking noise. And everyone's mad because that shouldn't work. It shouldn't fucking work. And then he looks but down it, and sees that it's it, shit. and sees that it's Apple and goes <laughs> <laughs> were, were you face palming? Yes, Al? but I did it with a uh, piece of plastic on my desk. Oh yeah. That's cause like it gave me more noise. <laughs> so he's an audio professional. Yep. I fully that. We are fully at us here. Um, so yeah, that's what I want because you still get all the fun of like random bullshit things, but also, also acknowledging that this is baloney. This is totally garbage. Everything Mm -hmm. that's going on is nonsense. Not disagreeing with you. There you go. So thank you. That is my special appearance by. All right. Nice. Well, uh, and and I think, uh, good job everybody for not having a, was it Benoit Blanc? Blanc? Yeah. From Knives Out as the, the meta character. About it. <laughs> I did too. But but I didn't want to even risk going into spoiler territory there. Hey, we're, so Hey, we're, we're good about those things. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not out on video yet. It's, it hasn't been a year. I don't want to don't want to spoil it. Go watch Knives Out. At least That's not, the role of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was uh, The Da Vinci Code. As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostorysacred, or send an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex MacDonald, Brendan MacDonald, Pippin MacDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcripts are available at nostorysacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash no story sacred. 
See you next time when we talk about the 2003 movie, The Core. (laughs) (laughs) The Core! Let us go to the core. I, like, do not know what any of you are talking about, and I'm deeply concerned. (laughs) (laughs) You will know soon enough. Uh, Oh, man. Until then, we're no story sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. I'm Brendan. And I'm Pippin. And we're... No No story story is is sacred. sacred.